One more snap, would you have guessed when this impossible season was trying to launch that you'd get it all in, you'd get to Tampa, and when the Super Bowl ended, the ball would be in the hands of Tom Brady. I don't know why we ever think it won't. It's gotten almost not realistic in anything that we've ever thought this guy just changes the mold of the way we think and continues, and there's Spagnuolo telling him. I have no answers for you tonight, is what he's saying. And right here, here's Brady saying, hey, keep in touch, he says. Here's looking at you, kid. <laughs> Tom, this is Tom. You, you want an ice cream at all? I wait. Matt Gray skulls Dorge. You're my hero. My hero just my hero. Broke my arm. You stole my hero. Stop. Why? <laughs> Tom Brady is a championship buccaneer, and I'm just a Patriots fan. A big losing Patriots fan. What Patriots fans really are losers! Until Tom <laughs> You're on the boat! <laughs> you, st you threw this to the party trolley like 15 feet to the other boat! Oh, it was awesome! <laughs> hey, you were drunk! You look so happy and drunk! <laughs> I look at your Instagram! As you and Gronk! Where's Buccaneers? <laughs> you Buccaneers! Oh, 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 <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, there was a Super Bowl this last Sunday, and the Buccaneers won. Coming to you live from somewhere in Orlando, it's Mark Mativier and the Friday Night Sports Dump. Wow! Wowie wow! Happy Friday, Naples, Florida. Happy Friday, Orlando, Florida. Happy Friday, Tampa. Happy Friday, America. And happy Friday, or Thursday or Saturday, depending on where you are, world. This is the Friday Night Sports Dump, and tonight we are going to be talking about true colors. So Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers didn't defy all odds, but they defied odds, and won Super Bowl 55 against the Kansas City Chiefs, 31 to nine. 
Casey had the first score with a field goal, and after that it was all Bucks. Brady touchdown the first quarter, two touchdowns second quarter, 21-6 Bucks at the half. 31-9 in the third quarter, no scoring in the fourth, they just shut down the clock. Frankly, it wasn't even that interesting of a Super Bowl. Um, one team showed up to play and believed that they were going to win, and that was the Tampa Bay Bucks, and that's the magic of Tom Brady. And the Chiefs didn't show up. By no means do I think that this has anything to do with Patrick Mahomes. He was playing with turf toe, which is medical term for messed up toe. But the Chiefs were missing two starting offensive tackles, a.k.a. the six foot eight guys on the ends that protect Patrick. And so there's your Super Bowl. Tom Brady's true colors are that of a winner. Doesn't matter if he's wearing the New England red, white, and blue or the Tampa Bay matte, black, red, gray, and bones. I liked it better when it was the cream skull, the old school 70s, completely losing franchise. Gross orange and white. It was great. And the Bucks were, to this moment, even despite winning a Super Bowl under head coach John Gruden in 2002, the losingest franchise in American sports history. So they have two championships. There's a lot of teams in every sport that do not have championships. However, when they were indoctrinated in 1976 as an expansion team, they went winless. I was reading an article on TampaBay.com by an author named Thomas Basinger. Uh, and he cites a couple notable Bucks key points. And this is pre-Brady, right? This is right before Brady comes. The Bucks have finished last place eight times in the past decade. The Bucks missed the playoffs 11 straight seasons. The Patriots have won at least 10 games in 16 straight seasons. In that span, the Bucks won 10 games twice. And in team history, they've won 10 games seven times. So in 45 years, the Bucs have only had seven 10-win seasons. And that doesn't even guarantee a playoff spot. So they just, they're not a winning culture. Players go down there and don't care. So enter Tom Brady, signing with the Buccaneers, leaving the New England Patriots. Trades his red, white, and blue Patriots uniform for the Bucs uniform. And in just a year, proves with his seventh, seventh Super Bowl, title that his true colors are that of a winner it doesn't matter what jersey tom brady puts on he won in high school he won at the university of michigan he won the orange bowl at the university of michigan he's had to beat out people his entire life he is spurred enthused fired by adversity thrown against him perhaps belichick and the patriots took it a little too far they didn't want to pay him at the end I don't know. He got a pretty sweet deal in Tampa. Rough start with Coach Arians at the beginning. And now he's a Super Bowl champion. Pat Mahomes of the Chiefs, his true colors in this Super Bowl were that of a warrior. I believe Patrick Mahomes could play for any team and get you 12 wins. Despite them only putting up nine points, the guy threw lights out. He was getting hunted, chased down. He's playing with a turf toe, which really hurts, by the way. He made a pass from six inches off the ground while diving. A bullet to the end zone. A desperation bullet. While down 22 points. A pass that most quarterbacks in the league couldn't make standing up with no pressure. 
I mean, he's special. We all know that. I'm not saying anything new. But his true colors are that of a warrior. He didn't give up. But it just seemed like his team didn't come to play. Andy Reid's son, the distraction off-field, replacing his two most important linemen right before the game. You know, injury, all that stuff. I'm not making excuses, but it just wasn't there for them. I'd love to see this matchup happen again. I'd love a healthy Chiefs team against the same exact Bucks team. I don't know if after seven Super Bowl titles, Brady is going to be as motivated. You're going to have to find something to motivate him to get to eight. But I'd love to see that matchup again. So does it really matter what uniform you're wearing if you are truly great? I think to an extent, there's pride in what you wear, how you dress, the team colors, the franchise, the organization, you know, from football to hospitality to business to airlines, whatever. You're representing something, and that is important. But the colors exist beneath your uniform. They exist inside you. I know that's cheesy, but it's true. Tom Brady just proved it. I think Pat Mahomes proved it. Yeah, they only put up nine points. Go watch the game again and tell me that that guy is not just giving every freaking thing he's got. The Patriots for a long time were a very, very, very losing organization. I mean, bad luck. However, they've been to a Super Bowl part of all five decades in a row. True colors are that of a person without their jersey on. Your true colors are what you do when you're not wearing the team colors. When no one else is looking. There's a lot of athletic organizations around the country here, both professional, college, and high school, that are going to have to change their colors. The most recent, Valparaiso College. They're the Crusaders. Well, they're going to be the Crusaders no more. From a CNN.com article I read by Maria Morova and Scotty Andrew, quote, the Crusades represent a period in medieval history when Christians enacted violent expeditions against Muslims and Jews in the Holy Land. They are also the namesake of an official Ku Klux Klan newspaper, end quote. Yeah, I guess you got to change that. So their colors are going to have to change. Hopefully they come up with cool uniforms and a cool mascot. And I don't know why people are so afraid to do that, to just switch the branding. I mean, I know for a team like the Washington Redskins, who have now become the Washington football team, they kept their colors, which I think are beautiful. The maroon and yellow and white, I think it's awesome. They put the numbers on the helmet. I'd keep it. Washington football team. That's cool, right? Colors are cool. It's not uncanny to the rest of the world who follows football. There's football clubs everywhere. Chelsea FC. Here in the U.S., uh, the Austin FC. What if they were all that? Tampa Bay football team. I'm sure someday somebody's going to find a problem with Buccaneer. I mean, we can probably find a problem with anything but Patriots. Point being, the world is changing, and with it, the colors of the world are also changing. We are becoming more diverse, and hence, our sports franchises, as of a lot of things, are becoming more diverse. We have to explore more colors. Color is cool. Go look at the University of Oregon, their football team. Every game, it's a different uniform, and it's awesome. They might be ugly as heck one game, like all brown and yellow and look literally like a duck. And the next day, they come out, and they're wearing these like mirror helmets and mirror jerseys with green wings on them. It's awesome. Color is important. It's one of the first things we recognize 
when we are babies, when we are children. And so this got me thinking about colors in sports. And immediately, I think about the Olympics and the Olympic rings. So when we get back, we're going to try out a new segment, which is called, I'm going to tell you something you may or may not know in an interesting way. But first, I just, I have to do another welling on Dom. Dom! Tom, I went on your Instagram again. It's so hard for me to see you in those Bucks uniforms. I sent you a DM. I said, congratulations. I guess I meant it. I am I just hope you're happy. I hope you're happy. I hope you've gotten everything that you want in Tampa Bay, Florida. Black and egg white. <laughs> oh. Did you block my number? Because I call you sometimes and it just goes right to voicemail. And I can't tell. That's okay. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. I've got a good support group around me. Other Patriots fans. I have all six of your former Super Bowl rings, you know. Replicas. Oh, God. God, why don't you just come back? You've done more with less. You've done more with less. I am ready, I am ready, I am fine. Tonight's episode of the Friday Night Sports Dump is brought to you by Enzo's Italian Restaurant and Pizzeria right here on Bonita Beach Road. Folks, I've been getting Enzo's to go since I've been here. Yeah, the meatball parm's incredible. Yeah, the chicken parm's incredible. Yeah, they're incredible when you get them both at the same time and mush them around. But frankly, they make a cauliflower crust pizza, which a lot of us would call gluten-free, but they call cauliflower crust because they're smart, because that's what it is. And it is better than most pizza I've ever had. Enzo's of Bonita Springs here on Bonita Beach Road. Okay, so the Olympic rings, the International Olympic Committee, five rings, three on the top, two on the bottom, all intertwined. Blue, black, red, yellow, green. What does it mean? I'll give you one second to guess. That's your second. So, the five rings were created under the guidance of Baron de Coubertin in 1913, released in 1914, and hoisted in 1920 in the Antwerp, Belgium, 1920 Summer Olympics. The five colors represent, that's right, the five continents of the world. Can you name the continents? I can. Uh, America, Texas, Australia, Texas, and America. Now, each color was specifically chosen to represent each continent. Europe is blue. Asia is yellow. Africa is black. Oceania is green. And America is red. What's Oceania, you ask? Well, back then, Australia. 
So there was a committee that decided, okay, we're going to have these international games we want to symbol. We're going to do five rings. And the five rings are going to intertwine, and they're all going to have specific colors. So the next time you look at the Olympic rings, think about that. They included five out of seven continents and excluded one legitimate continent, South America. And so in my research of this, I also discovered that Baron Pierre de Coubertin so despite the fact that he only considered five continents and combined North and South America as one continent, he did have a vision of every time the Olympics were hosted by a city that that nation would get a ring. So every four years, there would be a different ring with a different color. So by now, we'd have, quick math, 32 more colors, 32 more rings, the top of five, be a pretty cool symbol. It'd be a ton of colors, really cool colors. Unfortunately, according to this article on Uprox, World War I thwarted Coubertin's plans to add more rings. In fact, it shut down the next Olympic Games altogether, start quote, end quote. The peaceful sentiment was not welcome during the war. Countries were getting destroyed. Countries were getting realigned. So the five colors have stood through time. I can't find anything right now on the Olympic Committee thinking about going back and looking at all the host cities and adding a ring for them, which was Coubertin's original idea, which I think would be really cool. Every town, state, country, everybody's got a color. So the five Olympic ring colors have stood until now. The next Olympic Games, the Summer Olympics, are supposed to be held starting Sunday, August 8th in Tokyo. Now, who knows what's going to happen with that with COVID and everything. No matter what, Tokyo is still going to hold the Olympics. But now's the time, right, to add all the different colors, all the different nations, unity, Olympics. Who doesn't like the Olympics? You can keep the five-color flag. Why not have, like, an awesome every nation that's hosted every city ring? Keep tying them all together. And so there you go. Olympic rings. A little something I didn't know that maybe you didn't know. Tonight's Friday Night Sports Dump is brought to you by Baby Bottle Koozie. Baby Bottle Koozie is now a real thing. Babybottlekoozie.com. If you have a baby and your baby has a bottle, then that bottle needs a koozie. If you are a sports goer, if you enjoy chairs that unfold, if you have some sort of foam seat that you can put on a steel bench, then you need a Baby Bottle Koozie because your baby's going to be there. Gosh darn it, that bottle needs a koozie. Now, if you go to babybottlekoozie.com and enter the promo code 5R, you will receive a free link to the Friday Night Sports Dump. That is a free link to the Friday Night Sports Dump. Babybottlekoozie.com, Friday Night Sports Dump. Together is one. Keeping that bottle cold or hot, whatever you want. Dear Tom, number 12, my hero, you broke my heart. Damn it, you're still my hero. I have moved on. I still bleed Patriots red, white, and blue. Was I happy to see you in the Super Bowl? Yes, I was. So happy to see you win. Yes, I was. 
But when you face us week 10 in Foxborough, get ready for a battle, my friend, because you're in for one. And bring your orange and blacks, baby. No more of this matte gray and red. Go back to the creamsicle. It's time to man up, Tom. Maybe you should wear the uniform Steve Young wore. I'll see you week 10 next year in Foxborough. Until then, bon voyage, buena vista, Boca Raton, all the best. And try not to have two shots next time. You got a little wobbly. It's nice to see that you're moving on. But are you really handling it that well? Because I think I am. <laughs> That's it. I gotta go. Gotta go. Thank you for listening to the Friday Night Sports Dump. Please email us on our network at 5rstudiosorlando at gmail.com. 5rstudiosorlando at gmail.com. Appreciate your support from listeners like you. Keep coming back. Spread the word. You want to come on the show? Come on the show. Want somebody to come on the show? Come on the show. Come on. Come on. All right, I got to go.